I've got a cracked bell. I've got an enormous bell. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Game Fights! Hello there. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where ordinarily uh, we take a couple of things that occurred on this day in history and we kind of pitch them against each other, but I have a feeling that's not what's going to happen today. No, he's Jake. Yeah, I'm that tubby. And together we have hewn two marble figures from the living stone, one of them, and use them to appease the god of entertainment. Um, and we have been found wanting. Uh, <laughs> Just as a quick update, we got lots of responses the other day to our suggestions for religious serials. Um, yes. Usually we don't get into that sort of thing on this because... This was our following recording... on from the story about, about Kellogg, Kellogg and yes. his sort of business rival who stole his idea for how to flake cereal <laughs> Which was and marketed Elijah's it Manor. as being Elijah's Manor. Yeah. Um, so we wondered if you had any religious serial ideas for and, names. And, and people you did. did. You did. Um, Go on. Una. How about Right Krispies? R-I-T-E. <laughs> Nick wrote as Crucibix. Crucibix. <laughs> and Koran Flakes. Koran Flakes. I like that Darren one. Darren Lee has Fruit and Moral Fibre. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one, isn't it? He's uh, great. Martin, also Noah Shawhands, is yeah. Snap, Crackle and Pope. <laughs> These are fantastic. These are amazing, aren't they? We have to make Vicar Puffs and Quirios. <laughs> oh, and Christicles. Now they sound Christicles. somewhat sacrilegious. <laughs> That's going to be the winner. Oh, no, he's got another one which I think is even better. My favourite oh, no. is Nut Cloisters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he kept going, These Pusley. are amazing. What, what? Pusley. Pusley. We've got Cocoa Popes from Alex Buchanan. Mormon Laid from... Nick Rhodes. Amazing. These Thank you so, so much. Oh, The Father, the Son, the Holy Toast from Harry. <laughs> Papal Papal Rice from Callum McCauley. Poped Wheat. Crunchy Muslim. <laughs> Quaker Oats. Shrouded Wheat of Turin. Uh, Turin wow, Shrouded Wheat. Shrouded Wheat. <laughs> Crunchy Nut Crucifix. Genesis Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> and Classic Apple Kirka, which I think is a Burke, uh, Bircher Muesli reference. Oh, Callum Burke Muesli. All that. That's lovely. Those Usually we don't get to do glorious. this because of our schedule, because we try and we don't record yeah, them yeah. all on the day. But we should make time for these things. They're so good. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, much everyone. And um, hopefully That's... that'll mean that you don't realise we've both chosen the same thing today. Yeah, which we have. Which we have. is mm. eighteen fifty-eight. Eighteen fifty-eight. Yes, the Whitechapel Bell Foundry casts Big Ben. Yeah. The original Big Ben, it, cast, they'd also cast, which was 14 and a half tonnes, but it cracked when they tasted it, so they had to do another one, 13.76 tonnes. Yes. But is it is it not... I mean, I understand, like, it's recast. Mm. Does that mean that the crack was effectively repaired? Well, yes, because they melted the... All of... They used all the metal that was melted down and then yeah. recast. Although, okay. when they tried it again the second time, it still cracked. It's right. cracked now. Because I've heard a theory, which is that the reason why the British are not tone deaf, but, you know, not necessarily the best singers in the world, mm. is because Big Ben, which is yeah. the lowest, the bang, bing, bing, bang, <laughs> is slightly, slightly out of tune. And we've kind of grown up with that. We think that's what an E natural should sound like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was the largest bell in the UK 
for 23 years until Great Paul beat it. Oh. Where's Great Paul? In St Paul's Cathedral. Of course. Um, it was ha- it was hauled 96 metres into the air, which I think that's... For something as big Is as it was... Smart? Yeah. It was huge, and I have, still have no idea how they got it all the way up there, up the Elizabeth Pulleys, Tower. Mate. Pulleys. Yeah, probably. Uh, the Rochdale Herald once gained currency with a story that said it was being replaced with Massive Mohammed, uh, which <laughs> led to two online petitions to the government wow. to try Amazing. and stop them renaming it Massive Mohammed. It's a disgrace! <laughs> well done, Britain. Well done, Britain. Amazing. Yeah. I liked the story about the Whitechapel Bell Foundry, which mm. uh, went out of business quite recently. It was only, yes, it was only 2017. It's heartbreaking it because was, it, it was the oldest, oldest manufacturing company in Great Britain. Yes, yeah. it had been there going since 1590s-ish, I think, 50, something like that. Yeah, and they cast the Liberty Bell. They cast the Liberty Bell, yes, they cast Big Ben, and there was a proposal to turn it back into a community foundry, um, and they could have had all the cast of the bells, but instead the local council went with the offer from the American company who wanted to turn it into a boutique hotel. So the building where that had been based since the early 17th century will be now a boutique hotel, which I assume will have like bell-shaped door knockers on all the rooms or something equally wonderful. It's inspiring that. Yeah. The third generation uh, owners got old and their children weren't interested in carrying it on, despite the fact there was a community group who would have taken it on. More money was offered by the boutique hotel conglomerate. So that's that gone. Mm. It was around since the Tudors. They were casting things for Henry VIII and Elizabeth, but nope, all gone done now. now. That's gone. All done. Well done, we should talk a little bit about the Elizabeth Tower, which is what everyone... Yes. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people think that Big Ben is the tower. It's not. It's the bell. Mm. And I didn't know that it leans to the northwest. <laughs> like any good gentleman. Over 55 <laughs> metres in height. Uh, I dress to the northwest. It's 23 centimetres it leans, which seems Ooh, like that does quite seem a lot. lot. Can and... we all like, do, take pictures of ourselves pushing it over now slightly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then another 50 centimetres at the finial. But um, there's a planned increase in tilt. But if you tickle it under I... the finial, it straightens up a bit. All right. <laughs> it, they've, they've had to factor in a planned increased tilt Ooh. because of tunnelling for the Jubilee line extension. Really? Isn't that mad? That's crazy. So we're going to, we're going to deliberately knock it over a bit, try and straighten it up yeah. with diggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's no way that can go wrong. (laughs) No, it'll be absolutely fine, that. There we go. Right. Let's do the birthdays. Birthday time? Yeah, let's do the birthday. Let's talk about Philibert II. Philibert the Handsome, Duke of Savoy. In fact, what I will do now as we're in lockdown is I will send you, Jake, a picture of Philibert II. I just want your opinion as to how handsome this man (laughs) really (laughs) is. Just waiting for it to come through. I'm expecting something kind of Clooney-esque. Yeah, I mean, probably the most handsome oh, man of the late here he comes. 16th century. The late 15th century. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-wows! <laughs> okay, then. I mean, that tells you perhaps what level people in the 1480s were living at. When he's the handsomest Smoking one. Hot. Smoking hot. I mean, that hair. 
He's got the hair of like a 1960s singer. Yes. Like a kind of folk <laughs> folk pop band. It is you know, very like much a, a homemade, home cut fringe. His mum's done his fringe. Yeah. Slightly too it's high. Hot. Beautiful blonde hair. A lot of people's children will be looking like this in six months' time, I feel. Mm. Anyway, He's hot. <laughs> uh, he was the son of Philip the Landless, um, who didn't have any land, but through a series of having cousins and uncles and aunts die, made it to be the Duke of Savoy. Um, at 16, he married the nine-year-old Yolanda. Um, she died at the age of 12. Childless, it said on Wikipedia. I'm like, yes, thank you. That yeah, I should well, hope so. Yep. Um, he then married Margaret, Margaret of Austria, which brought him into the alliance with the Habsburgs. Um, but unfortunately for him, being Duke of Savoy, um, he was surrounded by French conquests, and the French were pretty much going to take over sooner or later. He died at 24 with no children. But Savoy had been. We talked about it. My once God, before. hang on. I'm sorry. He died at 24. He looks like he's 48 oh, he in that painting. <laughs> this is him pre 24. This is probably Dear a God. 22-year-old man with some decent. I like eye the hat at the jaunty angles. angle, though. Yeah, the man's a. He's fox. a natty dresser. Yeah. Uh, so Savoy, uh, Edward II, stopped on his way back from the Crusades. We talked about what's where he found his castle maker, um, and he also bought uh, Count Piero from Savoy with him, and he gave Piero some. Uh, land on the Strand, which became the Savoy Palace, which is where the Savoy Hotel is now. And that's why the Savoy Hotel is the Savoy Hotel. Um, Do you know why the Strand is called the Strand? Nope. Nope. Is it from the strands of his lustrous hair? (laughs) Not the Strand. Strand is Danish um, and maybe German as well for beach. It was the sandy bit where the River Thames ended. That's why why the Strand is the Strand. Uh, the Savoy cool. Palace went on to be owned by John of Gaunt and got smashed up in the Peasants' Revolt. Um, These blooming peasants. That's the that's Savoy. It's all I know about Savoy. I loved it. Um, I have a death for you mm. uh, from 2014. Sue Townsend. Oh. Uh, the English author and playwright. So she outlived Margaret famous... Thatcher by two days. Wow. Good. She wrote Adrian Mole. Uh, the diaries uh, thereof she had an extraordinary early life it wasn't until she was well into her 30s that she had any kind of success Um, and she had quite a strange (laughs) child I mean I'm knocking on 50s door Uh, at the age of 8 she got mumps and had to stay at home and her mum bought her some of the Just William books by Richmond Crompton Mm -hmm. which she said was a huge influence on Adrian Mole um, while she was a child, she was uh, hiding up a tree, playing a game with her friends, and she saw a fellow schoolgirl murdered. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh, no one believed her. What? Where I know. Hang what, what happened to the body? I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> no one's found it since Jake I, with I, his I, fingers. I, I should probably research it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> She started writing in secret when she was 14 and uh, she did uh, plays, radio plays and mm. stuff and then the Angel Mole books and had a lot of hardship b- before that happened, uh, mm. before she, she really took off. Uh, she was, I mean, she was proper poor. Uh, she asked the Department of Social Security, she was a single parent, um, she asked them if they could give her 50p to tide her over and they would not. This was wow. in the 70s. And so uh, she fed her children uh, peas and an oxo cube. Oh. 
and she would go and collect used Corona bottles. Do you remember the fizzy mm, yes. pop Corona, which would not would be a marketing no, disaster. Yeah, now it would be gone now. Um, no yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, but you got four p back on the bottles, so she right. would go sort of uh, scavenging for for those. So uh, a really great, warm, compassionate human person, I think, mm. and uh, deserved of all of her success. Hooray for Sue Hooray for her. Um, we have finished our podcast now. Yes, it is now. Done please now. go you. away and do something. Go on. Else. Come back <laughs> I would suggest if you're casting around for other podcasts, you could try now wash your hands, uh, which is on BBC Sounds and other good podcasts. You should be into that. You, it's I guarantee you'll like at least half of it if you like this. Yeah. It's me, yes, exactly. It's me and Nats, but also John Holmes and Salma Shah and it's... lots of big name comedians doing things. And it's uh, it's going down the storm. So anyway, check it out. Really? And if you haven't listened to Not Today, thank you, you should go and do that as well. What on earth are you doing listening to this if you haven't listened to that as well? Go do that now. Oh, lovely, thanks. We'll see them tomorrow. Yeah. Imperiously, I'm going to dismiss always... them now. Be gone. I always, I always mistake pity for love. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.